0: It's a KBS drama that catapulted Chiju and Peungjun's Jun's careers and turned them into mega Hallyu stars. Chiju already had a bit of Hallyu fame because she was in that show Beautiful Days with Lee Byung hun just a year earlier. But co starring with Peungjun Jun is really what made Chiju Hu really, really famous in Japan because middle aged Japanese women love nothing more than a little bit of Pyung jun a.k.a. Yeon-sama. Bae Young-jun did so well as an actor that he was able to retire early in 2017, and now he just runs his own talent agency and some other businesses on the side. And he's married to former K-pop star Park Soo-jin of the girl group Sugar, who also worked as an actress. He has two kids with her. Here's the thing I have trouble understanding about Pyung juns career decision. Like, Didn't you love acting? Like was acting not your passion? I I think it's okay that people change and they change their minds or they change their careers or whatever. But it's art, you know. Like, Paik Yongjin did have a pretty long career though. He was active since the early '90s and he was in a hugely popular TV show called First Love, which came out in 1996. Like, it just doesn't occur to me as an artist to retire from art if that makes sense you know like I can't imagine retiring from stand-up comedy I can't imagine retiring from writing you know those are things that I would like to do until the day I die and I consider performance as an art form so my question is like how can you retire as an artist like is it enough for yong Joon to just be a husband and a father and a business owner does he have another creative outlet? These are just questions I have. I'm just genuinely curious because I don't know. And it's not like he was a bad actor, he was a pretty good actor. So that, that makes me all the more curious. Like, wh- what do you do creatively? Winter Sonata has a very sad story attached to it. So, actor Pak Yong Ha, who played Chiju's childhood boyfriend, he committed suicide in the year 2010. And he was very close to Sujisub, who I recall seeing very broken up when. Park ha passed away. Winter Sonata was written by Oh soo who also wrote the show Autumn in My Heart, aka Kaldonga. And that one stars Song hye and Song seung An, of course. And it was co-written by Kim Eun-hee and Yoon Eun-kyung. So the Kim Eun-hee that I mentioned here is not the writer who wrote Kingdom and Signal. That's a different Kim Eun-hee. They just happen to have the same name. But the main credit for Winter Sonata goes to Oh soo and Winter Sonata is part of a series with love and seasons. So you have Autumn in My Heart, Winter Sonata, Summer Scent, and then Spring Waltz, which I never saw. I never saw Spring Waltz because it just looks like a really bad show. You know, Winter Sonata is highly entertaining because that has all the elements of a of a standard K-drama from this time period. So you have like Family Secret, Incest, Amnesia, Doppelganger, right? You have complicated love square. All of these things make for a very juicy show. So it's highly entertaining. They don't really quite make shows like this anymore. I feel like you know, it's like it's either the makjang is so ridiculous that you're making fun of it, or it's so realistic and pragmatic that you don't get any of these like insane heinous, you know, what have you. Is. But that's sort of what makes K drama so entertaining. I don't know. That's just. That's just my opinion. Today's guest is comedian Willie Simon. He's an LA based comedian. He's originally from Hawaii but he works at the Hollywood Improv. so I see him pretty much every single week. And Willie is a very talented comic. He's super funny and the flashcard series on this episode is particularly epic. So really buckle in you guys. it's gonna be a good one. So let's talk to Willie Simon.
1: Yeah, not bad. I'm just uh, waiting on a new fridge so that's uh that's
0: exciting.
1: Yeah, that's always good. Those that's guys all- give you the whole work day. They're always like, we'll be yeah. here from 9 to 5. Like, yeah, I knew that. You have to tell me that. I had a feeling.
0: That's how it is, man. No, I, I know that feeling. Like, when I was uh, in middle school, my parents had just bought this, like, new house. It was, like, a big deal. It was, like, the first time they bought a house. And there was furniture coming in. And my dad had to go to work. But he couldn't because these guys said they were going to deliver by, like, noon. But it was like yeah. 4 p.m. And they just he was so mad that he was like yelling at me. He's like, it's because of you and your furniture. I was like, all right, dad. It, like, yeah, right. We all know that that's but, not what this is
1: about. Yeah, exactly. That's always yeah. uh, a good parental thing. They're like, why, is, why did yeah. you make the repairman come late? <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah, know. blame the
0: child. <laughs> um, And that's such an L.A. thing, too. Like, we have to buy a fridge, right? Like, what
1: the fuck? Yeah, nowhere else you got to get a new Fridge, mine. Uh, mine went out, but we had to like buy that fridge that went out. And we gotta buy this new one. It's like yeah, it's a pain in the ass. But... It's a
0: real pain in the ass. It's like it was kind of psychotic. Like it was very jarring when I first moved to LA, and you know, because I've been living alone since I was like eighteen, and every unit I ever moved to always had a fridge, had a stove. Just, yeah. These were, these were just like basic things, but in LA, there are plenty of places with very high rent where there is no stove, no fridge. Some don't yes. even have a sink. It's like a toilet
1: in the kitchen. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> why is this two thousand dollars? It's insane. I hate. Really I I don't understand why up. people. They just nickel and dime you. They're like, how many things? Like one landlord figure out he could sell the fridge and stove after the last guy left, and they're like, I'll just make <laughs> yeah. him yeah then, no it's
0: really messed up i i whatever who cares uh what part of town do you live in
1: i'm in the valley i'm in van oh, nuys hey.
0: oh my god we're neighbors yeah like bubble
1: a lake no Dude, way hell yeah
0: we are neighbors Valley's, I Valley's live, great i live on sepulveda and sherman
1: no fucking way we're like <laughs> i'm on uh hestel and uh i had to look outside it's not outside i don't know why I really. Um. <laughs> I Heskel and uh, Van Owen. <laughs> yeah, oh like,
0: God. God. Dude, yeah, we I'm could like fucking, walk like, to each other's houses. We should do that someday just to like do it and high five yeah. and then just walk back.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll take five minutes. We probably should have done this uh, this podcast not remotely then. If we're three yeah, we away. should
0: have done it like, you know, on <laughs> you like, outside. Regular. Yeah. No, I have yeah, this fucking exactly. guy, right? He's power He's power washing the courtyard like today. Why? Like why now? It's so loud, yeah. it's so obnoxious. Right now he's on a break, but in about like three minutes he's gonna start up again. So if you hear a, a humming, yeah. that's what that is. Um, okay, yeah, we have
1: we a, a lady just bleaching. Uh, they bleach like the whole place once a week, and that's how uh-huh. they clean it. But they uh-huh. bleach the elevator, and it's oh. like an enclosed air. So you're like in the oh. elevator, just getting like fuck. You I haven't mean, feel the brain cells. It's like <laughs> I'm doing a whip it every time I go to the garage. I'm like, <laughs> like fucking myself up on bleach. <laughs>
0: Uh, it, we need a new uh, cleaning
1: thing for this closed space or, or a window speak. in this elevator or something <laughs> can, some aeration gas people
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know it's I'm fucked up fucking... no it could it could be triggering for some people you know like it's it's yeah. it does remind you of a gas yeah. chamber you're in an enclosed space they yeah it's a shower and it's not they're gonna kill you yeah yeah
1: exactly <laughs> everyone in the elevator why the elevator <laughs> Or it could be like uh, if you're like addicted to huffing paint, that could be like a relapse thing. Like, you know, if you do heroin, you get like a tooth removed and then you go back. It's kind of like the same thing. Ooh. I used to have a big paint problem, but then I got a, then I got clean. You go in the elevator. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) It's all coming back.
1: bag and some spray paint.
0: (laughs) No, it's fucked up. Uh, No, uh, somebody I know, she had brain surgery and... She's she's like aa like she's sober, and she wrote mm-hmm. a note saying please do not administer any narcotics. Like so, she just fought through the pain when she came back. Jeez, yeah, oh my when god, she came back to her from the surgery. That that is some fucking hardcore shit, right? That's, That's some will to live shit
1: right there. You're like, not only do I wanna survive this brain surgery, but I also want to stay sober after. I wanna <laughs> keep going the way I'm going.
0: Yeah. For her. I, that is determination to not yeah. fall off the wagon. I was like yeah, seriously. My, my hat's off to you. Not only my hat, but my underwear, like everything. Everything yeah, off to you. <laughs> I know. <Look.
1: laughs>
0: How long you been in LA for?
1: Um fly five, five years. I moved here in two thousand seventeen. In right. two thousand seventeen.
0: Did you move straight yeah. from Hawaii?
1: No, I was up in a uh, college in Seattle for a little bit, and then I moved back to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few months, I was working at some bar. Um, mm-hmm. It was like a, a Morimoto's actually. It was a really nice bar. It was wow. like the uh, yeah, like uh, the Iron Chef guy. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I was making a lot of money doing that, and I was like, yeah. I could make less money, and I moved to LA, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I can't. I can't make less money. I miss that, I miss that job, honestly, just for, the, just for the money. And being in Hawaii, also.
0: You could but. probably get a, a an easy – you could probably easily get a job at, like, a high-end Michelin star restaurant now that you have that working experience from Morimoto, though, don't you think?
1: That is true. I know. I'd want, like, a day shift. Like that'd be – if I can get a day shift, like, a, a, a nice shift lunch at a shift at a Michelin star place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah. That it's like yeah. common in Hawaii because it's like, oh, we're right by the beach and all. Right. I'll drink a pina colada. Right. We paid sixty dollars for it. Exactly. But not here. It's harder to do. that. Yeah.
0: Everybody's in vacation mode over there, kind of. Yeah. In a
1: in a and we way. get like the prince.
0: Yeah. No, go ahead.
1: And we get like uh, we get like royalty coming to that restaurant and stuff. There was like the yeah. prince of some African country came one God time damn. and he just ordered yeah. fucking everything. He's all like crazy, like king robes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's eating like royalty. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, because the Morimoto's, weird. and I'm like, I'm like smoking up a whiskey glass for him. I'm like, dude, I'm high as shit. <laughs> I shouldn't be serving a king right now, but yeah, here I am.
0: Yeah, where in Hawaii did you grow up? Uh, Maui. Oh wow, wow.
1: Yeah, on the south side. Shit. Good times. Yeah, that's the oh. that's the nice one. That's the real touristy one, kind of though.
0: Hawaii's like epically beautiful you know how people just say like oh yeah hawaii's paradise whatever and i used to just take it very for granted but when i went there i was like fuck i understand what they meant
1: yeah, yeah the, no like the mountains and stuff against like oh every time yeah really? you definitely have to leave to have it registered mm-hmm. like growing up you know you're just like yeah it's like any small town you're like fucking yeah. your friends are all doing oxycontin you're like i guess the mountains are pretty but everyone's doing oxycontin. <laughs> <laughs> got other things to worry about (laughs) yeah when you go back it's like oh this is nice
0: it is it is and uh no that the small town field that actually i knew a friend uh we used to work together she she grew up in honolulu and that's what she Mm -hmm. said she was like people have this like high thing about hawaii but it's very uh provincial in a lot of ways and Mm -hmm. she like and then she moved to new york like she went to college in New York cuz she wanted to be in like a urban city that's like you know keeping up with trends and whatnot and she was like whenever i go back yeah. to hawaii it just feels very provincial again but that is something mm-hmm. that she said yeah
1: yeah honolulu's uh honolulu's like a bigger city to uh mm-hmm. to me but maybe yeah. like growing up there is probably totally different i bet it's like you know it's a it's a big city but only by like island standards you know what i mean it's not like
0: exactly i mean i think there's like a
1: million exactly. people in the city or something like it's still pretty big yeah. but sure not like, yeah. uh, like LA is where like 30 million or something crazy, uh-huh. you know? It's like fucking so. Yeah. A, mil- a million is not that many people when you really think of it. Like city wise, <laughs> it seems like a ton of people, but then you really think about it, you're like, how do I know? Yeah. How do I when know we... most of these million people? It's crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah. When we hear the word million, we're just like, oh, million. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. But yeah, in comparison. Yeah. Like New York is also a huge city. Yeah. It's funny how like. The number of people determines the size of the city and its, I don't know, its its uh, quality somehow. That's actually a, yeah an interesting point. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, seriously, you need to uh, you gotta have more people for more ideas of things to do. I guess because most people don't want to create a like a venue or whatever makes cities fun. You know, parks. No. I don't know where parks come yeah. from, but yeah, I guess from uh, if there's enough people that demand a park. You know, that's yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Enough
0: people have to whine and bitch about it and ask for it. Yeah. yeah. And the more the greater diversity of people that you have, the more of those things would come up. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Okay. Yeah. Uh why Seattle? It's it's like rainy. It's very different from Hawaii.
1: Um I just did it cuz uh it was the one college I got into that was in a city and I wanted okay. to do stand up. So I uh ah. Yeah, so I was like this is in a city. I can do comedy multiple nights a week. I started doing it in high school. Yeah. And uh, there was one mic a week at this old venue called Stella Blues, which was really fun. It was like yeah. in the back of this like uh, – it was like half restaurant and then the back half was just this venue. And it was perfect yeah. room for stand-up. Yeah. Um, it closed down like a year into me doing it. but uh,
0: Oh, shit. That was, was
1: the best though. I loved that place.
0: Yeah. It was like
1: Grateful Dead themed. It was super Wow. Weird, super weird place.
0: Oh, but, yeah. that's very Seattle. Like that
1: feel. Yeah. No, this is in Maui.
0: Oh, it's in Maui? What the fuck? Yeah. This is when you were starting in high school out in Maui. Wow. Yeah.
1: So it was oh, a and I tiny, guess, uh, uh, Grateful Dead bar. <laughs>
0: I guess that's actually badass. I, I love that. But that's interesting because you were underage, I suppose. So I guess you had to start at a restaurant as opposed to like a bar yeah. or a
1: club. Well, I had to get a a license, like a liquor license. Like, mm-hmm. I got the same thing in order to work in restaurants I started working and I was like, 15 or 16 or something at I this uh, other restaurant and I had to get this license to be able to yeah. be around alcohol and I had oh. to get the same thing for uh stand-up it's like an entertainment license I still have it somewhere around here but oh yeah. wow
0: that's interesting that's yeah. the thing like you know you're like you're like mid-20s right you're like 25 or something yeah young. I'm 26 yeah 26 I just turned so. 26 oh, okay oh really January baby
1: uh last month so December
0: last month December so you're Sagittarius yeah
1: yeah, I'm kind of milking it. Was just my birthday. It's really been like a month or two almost, you know. So it's not really just my birthday, but
0: yeah, no, you gotta enough. milk your birthday. Come on, it's special, you know. You came yeah, into exactly. being, you know. It's, it's yeah, twenty
1: six is a big year. That's it is really everyone's like that's an important year. <laughs> No, it's not at all. It's <laughs> so, it's just it's so just a it's the number. least consequential year. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> no, I was at this mic uh, over at. Uh, do you know that Ohio Bar Five One Three? It's in North Hollywood, next to Republic of Pie on Magnolia. Oh, they do job. they do open mics on Mondays, and there was this kid who went up oh, on stage. He's like, I just turned twenty four, and he's like T- going on about it as if it's anything. And I'm just like twenty four. Like, why is that even age to mention? It sounds gross, you know. I was like, yeah the year you were born titanic was on the big screen you know like
1: that's that's all yeah. i kept
0: thinking you know i
1: Any know case. i saw the uh i yeah. saw him uh, it was like uh, legal age to buy alcohol some 2000 and that just blew my fucking mind i was like 2000 <laughs> or 2001 i think i was like what the
0: fuck? yeah, yeah. No, I'm like, I'm I'm a bit older than you are. So like, you know, back in 2000, like I was like, I remember holding an infant baby that had just been born the year 2000. I was like, oh my God, this baby was born in the year 2000. It's crazy. You know? Yeah. Um. No, I mean, yeah, I, I it, we're, but that's what happens as you get older. You just like look at other people who are younger than you are and you're just like, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy that life was coming into being while I was walking around with consciousness and it's like elderly yeah. people talk, you know.
1: No, I don't feel older. I just see everyone else getting older, also, and I'm like, man, look at all these aging young people. Not me, though. <laughs> everyone else is aging. I'm yeah, good. look at these
0: washed-up hags. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Put on some night. Oh, cream. You're drinking yeah. already,
1: anyway. <laughs> just like me, I'm also 21. You're 21 now too. So am what the I. Fuck. <laughs> You're 21 no, this, and then you're 30. That's the, <laughs> of the middle. Your 20s don't even. Like,
0: yeah, it doesn't count. Up. Just say you're, you're 20. Yeah.
1: You're like, what? I don't really care. <laughs>
0: Everything else is you like, You know all the cares? same stuff. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. After you turn 21, you're like glad. And then the rest of the time, you're just sad because you're drunk all the time. And then you turn 30 yeah, and then exactly. you're like officially sad. You're like, oh, I'm going to die now. Like I'm 30.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> and the glory years are over. That was fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. As if they oh, were, so I don't cool. know. Do Do you feel like right now, the present moment, these times are glory years for you?
1: I guess in a way. I mean, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying where, uh, how things are going, I guess, stand-up yeah. wise. And, uh, you know, nothing yeah. big is happening at all, but I think it's, uh, I don't feel like I'm going backwards anymore, which is nice, you know, there so you it's, uh, just, um, yeah, I think it's fun. It's, it's hard to appreciate this middle part, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, uh. Mm-hmm. when you uh, when you can, it's it's nice, you know? Like, I was at a, yeah. I just did a mic last night just hanging out at the Third Wheel, and there's, like, Fonto, Handron. Yeah. Handrin, yeah. Um, just, like, a bunch of friends I know. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to, you know, be around in another year or two, you know, when everyone starts leaving and doing road shit or whatever the hell yeah. it is, you know? So it's, like... Oh, it yeah. is hard to remember to appreciate this, like, mm-hmm. big community stuff because mm-hmm. pretty soon it's just going to be, like... Mm-hmm. You know, sitting around lonely in a town you've never heard of. And you're like, man, remember that open mic that I hated at the time? Oh, yeah.
0: I know DMing oh. young women online, being like, "Hey, I saw you liked my tweet. <laughs> you want to hang out?" Yeah,
1: exactly. That's that's a <laughs> so lonely night. <laughs> that's
0: what lonely road comics end up doing. Like, that's what I noticed. um They just start yeah. DMing bitches on on Twitter that liked their tweets. Like, that's what ends up <laughs> happening uh no but that's that's yeah you got all this time Mm -hmm. yeah that's sweet like you're you're being present you know you're being present in the present moment and showing gratitude i think that's great
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah thank you i'm uh i'm really enlightened (laughs) i'm a really enlightened guy no
0: yeah (laughs) like do you meditate and shit? do you collect crystals
1: no i just uh I'm just uh, just born this way, I guess. I oh, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just I'm like the I'm like the Dalai Lama, you know what I
0: mean? Just, oh. just, yeah, yeah. Just born this way, born born into Nirvana. Yeah, okay, just born
1: holy. That's just. Uh...
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I I always love watching you on stage because you always have this comfort because you know you've been doing it for ten eleven years now. You're just very comfortable on stage, you know very relaxed very at home and then as an audience member like we feel relaxed and at home and comfortable too when we Mm -hmm. watch a comic be that relaxed and at home on stage you know what i'm saying
1: yeah thank you i appreciate Mm -hmm. that that's um it's definitely taken a little while um yes all uh all eight years of it you know what i mean but uh (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so it's it's, um yeah. It's good to finally feel a little better. That's for sure. It's, I think um, so too.
0: I think so too. Yeah. And you're also a really excellent writer. Like whenever I listen to your jokes, I'm just like, yeah, he really he really like detailed this, like took every bit of fat out of this topic, wrote it out, worked it out. Please. You know?
1: Thank you. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> Stop um, it. <laughs> when
0: when do you feel like you're writing your best like is there a ritual or do you make it a habit or like when do you feel the most juiced up and inspired and you're like writing 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 is there like a a thing
1: um it comes in waves I try to write every day I just like get up and I'll write for an hour or two and just try to just make sure I'm uh doing that that groundwork um sure and usually nothing happens. Most days, I'm like, I didn't write anything good. This is all garbage, and most yeah. of it never sees the light of day. Yeah, but uh, you know, some it's just. Uh, I guess the challenge is make yourself laugh. That's what I try to always do. Just if I can exactly. make myself laugh, then yeah, you know, that means it's surprising enough that other people who didn't think of it'll will still will also laugh, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, if there's a if I get on a line where I can actually, I'm like, this is this is funny. I'm making myself mm-hmm. laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go deeper into that and uh try to just pick it apart as much as i can and uh yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't happen most times like mm-hmm. there'll be like weeks i've like i've had like a month where i just haven't had anything good but I know you gotta you keep know. trying <laughs>
0: you gotta keep writing so. that's why that's why your jokes are like like they feel like whole meals because you're, de- you're a dedicated writer like that. I agree in this uh, belief that a writer should write every single day, you know, even if yeah. it's like not a complete joke, like set up punchline, the whole thing, even if it's just a few ideas, a few thoughts, if they write every single day, then it's a habit and they're milking that muscle and eventually it's going to click. At some point mm-hmm. it's going to click. So uh, I, I admire that discipline that you have. And I think that's important. That sets apart a lot of, you know, I don't know respectful comedians from from the riffraff, so to speak. You know. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. No, I hear um, I hear all my favorite comics are like, if you're like, right every day, just anything. Yeah. Like yeah. the Ralphie May always just talk about that. Just literally, it can be a page, it can be half a page, mm-hmm. it can be cents. Just if mm-hmm. that's all you got in your fucking tank today, that's all you got, and yeah. that's totally fine. Exactly. Um, I, it's hard not to get discouraged sometimes. though, you know, when oh, you're yeah. like. Wow, just a, just this little bad paragraph or this one little bad premise yes. is all I got today. But yes. You never know. Then the next day it's fucking pages on pages or something. Exactly. So it's it's a, just
0: a... Yeah, it's it's uh it's not really I don't know, like I, I did that artist's way book and Julia Cameron talks about like she's like, Oh, don't think about the quality, you know, just work on the quantity. Like that's all you gotta focus mm-hmm. on. And eventually like the great creator spirit is going to make it all fall into place or whatever the fuck you know yeah but it's really exactly. that act of doing is like showing to yourself the evidence of the work you know and mm. showing yourself that you are on your way towards the thing that you want to be or the, the place that you want to get to at least you're doing the work so that you're not sulking and sitting back being like oh, i didn't do jack shit today and da 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 da, right yeah yeah, exactly.
1: So. And you can sulk and not and do deck sitting at night and you're like, man, I'm so great. <laughs> I, I did the work. I can watch four hours of Boba Fett. You know what I mean? I can fucking
0: <laughs> yeah. I can stay up till yeah. 4
1: a.m. <laughs> killing all yeah. my brain cells other shit. exactly. You know, so I did something I, today.
0: Exactly and like you know i i'm trying to get to a place where because you know like since we're comics we're artists like i do so much during the day like i don't fucking work a job right now i'm not working a job per se but i am working constantly right and Mm -hmm. like yesterday i was a little burnt out like i was very low on like brain fuel and energy and i still went to a mic and like i was kind of like ah like i wasn't all there but I was like, all right, but I still did it, you know, and in the future, I just know, like when I'm low on my fuel tank like that, like brain brain cell wise and my energy wise, I just know, like to just take a day off and just be like, I did a lot today. So let me just credit myself with that and be okay with just resting. You know, I think, I yeah, think artists totally. struggle with that too.
1: Right. Yeah, no, not now. you got to be able to take a break for sure. It's like uh it's like any other muscle. You know, if you exercise seven days a week, eventually you're yeah. gonna get hurt because you don't have you know, your body isn't supposed to work that hard. Your brain's a muscle. It's the same thing. You gotta yeah. You gotta have your days where you're like, I'm gonna sleep until two because I don't have to work till six <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't do anything today. That's yeah that's fine. You know, you have those once a week and you're Yeah. I think you're healthier for it.
0: Mm. Do you uh go back to Seattle often to do
1: shows? No, like I haven't been examiner? uh Really? I haven't been in years. Um,
0: wow if I do go it. it's
1: for I try to just book shows and yeah um, try I'll try to do some mics here and there to see people but um, if I'm going all that way, I really want to make sure I'm getting like shows and stuff so yeah there's a couple mm-hmm. places I know'll let me headline so I'll go up and headline those yeah. Um, yeah maybe and and just try to try to do like if I'm on the road, I really want to do time I can't get here you know if for I can sure. get time here, I'll just do it here. You know, I don't need to do yeah. three minutes in Seattle. I'll do it yeah. at the Improv. Like, it's just dumb to sure. go all the way that far. Definitely. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and then, you know, setting up meeting people in other cities, you do have to go do mics, and that's kind of just part of uh, part mm-hmm. of it. But also people, what's nice about being in a mecca of comedy like Los Angeles is um, yeah, people come here. You know, people For come sure. here from all over the country. Yeah, I met some dude from Minnesota the other day. Yeah. I've never been to Minnesota, but I can now hit them up about show spots or whatever it is. You Definitely. know, and I can skip that whole going to a city, losing yeah. tons of money doing open mics, and then flying yeah. back. <laughs> like, yeah. So now it's like I can go. I can at least break even. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's not. Um, I think it's all about making this sustainable. I think that's the real yeah. hard part with uh, with the road and with stand up. It's like, how can I make yeah. this an actual thing? I'm able to do financially you know because mm-hmm. if you if you can't do it financially you can't do it if you're stuck in LA all the time I, I don't think you can really get really good here I think you can get good here I don't think you can get great here you have to go out and do the road you have to get real time you have to get 100%. you have to be comfortable doing 45 minutes th- an hour 30 minutes 20 minutes whatever it is that you can't get here consistently you know
0: I agree so uh well then that's the question I'm having it's like why did you choose LA and not New York
1: I didn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like Are you now serious? I'm here. So I'm like, well fuck. Yeah, Are you serious? Was, well it was also it was close to Hawaii and I uh, was like true. oh this is uh it's close to home nicer. and LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't know what um I really didn't know the difference. I was like LA and New York do the same thing and I got here um I lived here about a year and I was like I should have gone to New York for sure. <laughs> but it's okay. I I like it here, you know? It's fun. Yeah. It's sunny, it is it's nice. never cold. Yeah. That's I, what I'm uh, saying. I've built my are girlfriend out here. here, you know, we yeah. live together. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've built people a life here and I, I like it.
0: People are generally happier here. Uh, I think in terms of stand up writing and discipline in New York, they they are they do excel. Like a lot mm. of comics there are real comics like gritty nitty gritty comics yeah. but here you get so many characters and actors and improv people who want to do stand-up on the side or something and then that sort of like mm. you know sets i don't know it, there's a difference that you feel
1: yeah I well i think a lot of new york comics sound very similar to you know not to be a and there, a lot of them are really funny and really unique, mm. but I know a lot of New York comics when they come out here, I feel like they all kind of have the same kind of hive mind of how to write jokes and stuff. And uh, what I like about L.A. is there's so many fucking weirdos. Yeah. And so there's not really this like consistent way to write jokes. Yeah. You're able to yeah. – you you have to find a way to stand out outside of just your writing or your just your uh, – whatever your um, – that, that kind of that New York stand up presence, you know what I mean. You have to do something a little different, and really uh, I, I appreciate point. that.
0: That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. No.
1: I think I think it'll help you also when you go out there too. Like there's yeah. not a lot of act outs in New York comedy. There's a ton of it out here, and so that's something that's oh. unique, to, mm-hmm. unique mm-hmm. to L.A. So if you can pair mm-hmm. like a New York style writing with some act outs and L.A. style stand up, that's a that's fusion, man. That's that's fucking that's that's cool. <laughs> I, I love that stuff so it's uh yeah
0: that's like getting to like like louis anderson level like he was so good at like act out and good writing and
1: yeah patrice o'neill fucking sarah silverman you know there's like yeah i know louis is fucking he was so
0: good at it sarah silverman yeah louis was, was okay. amazing he was a he was a behemoth yeah i had the pleasure of seeing louis anderson at the largo it was like louis and friends and sarah silverman was also in the lineup and like he was just so good like so good and not in like a mean cutting like kind of new york style way he was just like loving and but like pro You know, just pro. It wasn't like fucking being a teacher up there. He was a pro comic, so funny. I had so much respect for him after I saw that show, but yeah. Yeah, no, he was amazing. He's
1: totally committed to every detail of, like, what he's saying. His body's committed to his words, and, like, that's super (laughs) – that's just a – that's a technique that's just so hard to fucking master with that show, you know, just being like – Yeah. You know, you're – when he's doing it, when he's on the phone, he's on the phone. He's not pretending to be on the phone. He's like, he's yeah. on the phone, you know, and that, that's where it's like there.
0: He it's gets just it. another level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's
1: just another level of presenting and uh, delivering stuff where you're just like, man, yeah, the, uh, he moves the mic stand. Like, let me get this out of the way so you can see me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> he said like that awesome, was like one man. of his first jokes that he ever wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's but... the
1: classic flu and Louis bit. But man, that He's great.
0: so good good like he's he's a mastered per- he was a mastered performer i think that's what we're admiring yeah. him for like everything, yeah exactly he everything was performing in that moment you know it wasn't just his voice it wasn't just his jokes it was everything all of his gestures all of his facial expressions the way of his voice you know uh yeah i, I totally love that also but going back to the whole like new york comedians thing that's something i noticed when i mean you and I were both there together, but like Jessica Kurson and Rachel Feinstein were performing that night in the lab. Oh yeah. Right? And uh, Rachel Feinstein is very much this New York Jewish comedian and she's like fast, rhythmically fast, fast, fast. So you have to stay, you have to keep up with her pace. And that's Mm -hmm. sort of how like you listen to like Mark Norman and like Joe List and Sam Morrill, like they're very fast got this pace Mm -hmm. like you know that new york rapid speed that rhythm and and in the lab like in la they the audience was just like fucking stupid you know or burnt out or something and they were just like not not on top of it you know yeah like
1: yeah the lab just sucks sometimes (laughs) yeah it
0: just she like it's not that her jokes are bad it's not that her performance was bad it was all like a plus work but it just wasn't meshing with the crowd and their vibe and their rhythm which was far yeah. slower way slower yeah right
1: yeah no and that's and that's something that's hard to do too where it's like uh you know if you're if you have a way of doing stuff and you can't adjust to the crowd that you're doing you know you're going to have a uh, um i think staying present is a really some I really admire in comics. Um yeah. and that's really hard to uh, to do. That's what I love about Jessica Kirsten. Jessica uh, Kearson, she is completely in the moment with the crowd whatever she is, she's fast, she's committed to the yeah. bits, but she's also here with them. And that's yeah. like and that's 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 getting everyone in the zone. That's real energy transfer kind of stuff. You know, that like you're not just yes. kinda reciting stuff at people, and that's um that's yes. a hard skill. I um, it is. That's something I really try to um try to do and I don't always uh do it, but it's something that's always on the forefront of my mind of like how do I be present with these people? So right. Like people like Kiersten, people like fucking like Patrice O'Neal before he yeah. died, you know, like all the all the videos of him just being like Why aren't you laughing at that? Or like why did you laugh at that? Like just being being <laughs> yeah. here with everybody, you know, and that's like
0: that's yeah. so
1: impressive to me. yeah. Like, uh, I think yeah.
0: it comes with a sense of fearlessness of the crowd. Like you can't be afraid of them because when yeah. you're ignoring how they're responding and you just keep going, you're, it's like, you're ignoring the thing that you're afraid of, you know, like a dog is. Yeah. And they can smell and, that too. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're they like, why do you I like, keep going? <laughs> yeah. They almost feel neglected or they're <laughs> like, is, is this crazy? Well. Like, is this a madness happening? You know, yeah. gotta acknowledge no, the crowd for the unique, creature that they are whenever you encounter them each one is going to be unique and different right and their response will be exactly Mm. yeah 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 yeah, you
1: gotta uh Mm. you gotta make it an experience i think that's what's Mm -hmm. so cool about live stand-up is um like from recording like a a special you know you might want to just be like this is the material i wrote and this is how you do it and all that stuff um but like the cool part about live shit that you know i that's i hopefully we don't I think we're, obviously we're not gonna lose it to Zoom comedy because nobody likes it. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but why yeah. it's so fun though, is because yeah. it's like, we're all here in this and this could, jokes can happen that'll never happen again. And some things can exactly. happen that never happen again. Same thing with live music when you see, exactly. that's why people like jam bands like Fish, And they're like, this is never gonna happen again. Also yeah. I'm high as shit on drugs, but <laughs> yeah. this is also never gonna happen again. And that's really cool. And, yeah, uh, there's something yeah. about the, the shared experience of, of stand up that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's what Keeps makes it coming. beautiful.
0: Becoming one in that time and space, you know? Yeah, a bunch of strangers pretending
1: they're friends for an hour.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of love there. Yeah. And the way that Jessica Kirsten also approaches that, like she always says she always picks some people when she's doing crowd work and she'll always say oh i love you like i love you right yeah and that's like nice to hear and it's also super important exact opposite of being afraid of them and yelling at them for instance being like this is a good joke what the fuck you for not laughing or yeah i think that's their response you know
1: like people getting mad that's when you're afraid if someone doesn't laugh and you can be like why didn't you, and like come at it from a place of love. That's yes. not, that's not fear. That's, yes. that's being with them and stuff, you know, yes. and that's, um, yes. even like Jessica, you watch Jessica Kirsten do that all the time, you know, it's yes. just, uh, I love people her. like that. Um, and a lot of those old New York guys, uh, uh, birds the same way, you know, um, mm. Attel, like all those people, mm. they're like, they're not, um, they're not angry. Someone didn't laugh. They're not angry. You heckled. They want to know yeah. why. Like, what's what's going on with you? you know, it just like, needs
0: to make sense to what's, them.
1: What's going on? Yeah. We all yeah. need to know what the hell's going on with you now because yeah, you're freaking – You're the odd one out and we have to acknowledge that. And that's uh, exactly
0: it's like asking your loved one, like, what's wrong when they're acting weird? You know, it's yeah. Or like a
1: friend being like, what the fuck was that, dude? It's a place of like, I hate you. But you got to be like, what was was that about? dude? That was awful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, like, you know, if they're acting all weird and you ignore it and pretend like it's not happening, then it's like like negligence and abandonment. And and then it just hovers over the group.
1: And the whole group is like, that was a weird thing. And none of us are acknowledging it. And there's something about that energy, you know, like when, when yeah. someone says something fucking just a little off in the car and everybody's kind of silent, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're, you gotta acknowledge, you're like, Hey man, that was shitty or that was stupid. And then everyone can laugh at them and yeah. there's release and peace in the world. You know,
0: Break the tension. But, uh, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. our job. Yeah. Yeah,
1: for real. Well I mean, Joey Diaz is great with that too, where he he gets up yeah. and he's like uh, he's like look at you sick motherfuckers coming out to watch stand up. You're the greatest motherfuckers in the world. Like he just uh-huh. he comes out and he's like, I love you guys. Thanks for coming yeah. out. We we wouldn't be able to do this without you. Like just comes out immediately, he's like, fucking love you guys. Now I'm gonna say some shit. And you can right. you can just You don't you can get away with saying whatever you want if it comes with a place you know, what everyone knows it's like, hey, we're all on a we're on a good mood here. No one's trying to say anything mm-hmm. to like start a rally or fucking mm-hmm. like piss someone off or whatever it is. You know? Yes. It's, uh, showing, yeah, it's showing showing
0: appreciation off the top and setting yeah. the tone from the beginning to be like, oh, I have control now. It's all good. We're good. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. smart. That's smart. Um, I was at a, a show I was hosting like the other week, and you know. It was a great crowd, and uh, the person—I mean, as it typically happens, right—the uh, producer goes up. He's not a very strong comedian. Well, I'll just put it that way. He's good at TikTok. Wait, wait a, good a show at producer. producer
1: isn't good at comedy? <laughs> Hang on, are you telling me someone who runs a show to get stage time isn't very good? <laughs> That's fucking. You're blowing my mind right now. That's something else.
0: He even told me he's like, "Don't, don't introduce me as the producer. Just say like the, my credits." And I was like, "All right."
1: All right. Like, I think your credit is producing the show.
0: But what was funny to me, what was funny to me is he gets off right. He was like, he was like around the middle time. He gets off stage, and then the crowd was like dead. Right? The yeah. energy had dro- dropped. Plummeted, and he was just like, like the energy was pretty high in the beginning. I don't know what happened. Like I know what happened. To- <laughs> he had totally absolved himself of what he had done and had no recognition, acknowledgement whatsoever of what yeah, that happened.
1: That's my and- favorite. People just get off after bombing. and They're like, "How about that, huh?" They're like, "High five, people!" <laughs> they're like, dude, that was horrible. What are you talking about? I fucking you ruined. And the, the crowd is mad now. My favorite is fucking people, uh, people like posting clips of them or people posting pictures of them doing stand up, and the whole crowd's like, <laughs> like, 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 nobody's laughing, and was like, just like angry faces. And you're like, dude, you gotta look at the faces of people before you post these pictures. does not look good. Two people That's smiling, like- anything. <laughs> that's like mad the, that's like
0: that's like excess level that's like the super ego like the super consciousness of that denial of ignoring yeah. the crowd that's not receptive it's like beyond that you're not yeah. not only are you gonna not acknowledge it on stage but you're gonna not acknowledge it after you get off stage and to the other comics <laughs> who have all witnessed what went down yeah yeah
1: exactly <laughs> you're just showing me photographic evidence of you bombing you're like, isn't it cool I'm doing stand-up? And you're like, no, not if you're not doing well. <laughs> stand-up is only cool if you're doing well. If, it's, if you're not, it's the worst. It's the lamest thing.
0: So funny to me. It, it, it was just amazing to me. I wasn't, like, judging him. Like, I was just, like, amazed. I was like, wow, like, you blow me away. Maybe that's why you have so many, like, TikTok followers or something. It's just you really just – ignore everything and just keep going keep going yeah you know? for
1: real though and that's like a big thing with TikTok. it's just like uh yeah it's just about putting it out consistently you know it's exactly. not about having good videos it's about having a lot of videos lot and of- i i need to i need to do it too because it's like it is a good idea people get booked people do fucking people do a lot of good shows they become TikTok headliners they-, they become
0: headliners because they started TikTok during the pandemic and decided they're going to be a comedian at the end of the pandemic that's literally yeah. how a lot of these guys became headliners and they sell out, well. you know, like.
1: Well, then people and go watch their shows and they're like, this sucks. I guess stand up sucks because this is my favorite comedian and they never watch comedy. Again. And they fucking ruin it for us. <laughs> oh, God. It's fucking it's all, worst.
0: It's all funny to me. I, I I don't even care, honestly. I think it's fucking hilarious. Okay, I, yeah. I know you have to uh, get your fridge. So uh, this is something I do on all of my podcast episodes. So um, I ask you a series of flashcard questions based on a Korean drama. And okay. you just, and I, I just describe scenes and you just answer like what you would do if you were that character in that moment under these circumstances, okay?
1: Okay, deal. I've watched uh, yes. a few Korean dramas. I'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm I'm with it. Get Did you really? Yeah, or not really, like like all the popular ones, you know, like Train Are to you? Busan and like the movies oh, and okay. stuff.
0: And yeah, Train to ones. Busan like, nothing fucking... movie.
1: You not know. all the uh, not like probably you're probably gonna pull some deep cuts out that I'm gonna be like I regret saying I watched Korean dramas. But. This is a
0: deep cut. This is a deep cut. It was a it was a historical phenomenon in the year 2002. It was a big fucking deal. Turned the stars into internationally recognizable Korean move uh uh K, K drama stars, especially in Japan. And this is an older old school K drama, but the story is fucking bonkers. And i chose it specifically yeah. for you so let's just have fun with it, Think of it as improv yeah yeah <laughs> okay. yeah so let's say let's say you're a boy named Sang. you're 18 years old so you're a senior in high school you moved to okay. a new town okay you were raised by a single mother and you've been asking your single mother all your life who's your father and she just won't answer you what do you do
1: um you know i keep uh I search for my dad alone, without her help. I need to go find out who my father is to complete my spiritual and uh, character arc journey. Mm. I need to get these three X wrapped up, you know, so I got to go look for my dad. <laughs>
0: okay. All right, that's a and good that's start, my, the... good determination. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the setup's there. I
1: mean, of course. Yeah. The hero's journey is Yeah, exactly. Candy. Yeah, no, no. Someone's not telling you something. I gotta go look and then I meet like a dad's friend at a bar and he's like, Your dad was a wizard or something like that. (laughs) Now we're getting somewhere. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, keep the keep
0: the keep the script moving forward. Keep the keep the story moving forward.
1: Good. I know I know how stories are built. (laughs) This is gonna be the most generic Star Wars ass fucking thing. (laughs) I know that. I read that book. (laughs) I'm like, this this is not a right story. There's no other way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's how to write a K drama. You have to write it like Star Wars, exactly. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Let's say you're a girl now, okay? You're a girl named Yu Jin and you okay, meet this you boy, Chun Sang, the new kid who just moved in. And Is that the old guy? Is that that's, the eighteen year old The eighteen year old kid. That's still... and you're also okay. you're also an eighteen year old girl, so you're you're both eighteen. Okay. It's it's cool. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So And I'm both got... of
1: these people. At the same time.
0: No, no. Now or at now this I'm... point you are now the girl. I'm...
1: Eugene, okay. You're
0: Eugene, the girl. You're the 18 year old girl. Okay. And you. So meet-
1: my. It's not like a hive mind thing between me and the guy.
0: No, no. We're we're we're. Like, we like make eye
1: contact. We're like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking what you're thinking. We're both thinking this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that would be a better k-drama but right now we're we're resetting <laughs> we're resetting the scene okay so you're Eugene, okay. you're 18 you meet this 18 year old boy Chun sang and you guys dig each other okay you guys even share okay. your first smooch uh-huh. okay
1: oh hell yeah boy. make it out myself <laughs> that's totally what i'd do if i was a hive mind also <laughs> this is exactly what i'd be doing i'm not convinced that i'm not both characters still yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. I be like let but, me see <laughs> let me see your titties me. You know, only if you show me your dick. And I'm like, alright. <laughs>
0: this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. I wanna see it, yeah. No, okay, so one day right, you guys you guys smooched, but then one day you come to school and everybody in your class is bawling crying. Turns out Chun Sang is dead, he got hit by a car and died. What do you do?
1: Damn and I'm not also Chun San.
0: <laughs> You're the girl. Okay. You're Yujin. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm just Yujin. So I'm not like feeling this, like another part of me is dead. I don't know. Maybe I go. So I didn't know. He didn't know his dad. Also, did I know? Do I know he didn't know his dad?
0: Yeah. He. You just knew he was like dark and brooding, very goth. You know, like he had problems. You didn't pry, but you know.
1: Okay. You guys. Well, now I feel like I, I have to pry. I think mm. now I'm prying. I want to find out the circumstances mm. of uh, Chun-san's death. I need to know. Because we we smooched. Yeah. And that's important <laughs> because I'm 18. <laughs> okay. I need to know.
0: <laughs> Got to find out. Got to figure through. If like as you get older,
1: you know, you, you kiss someone at a bar and they die. You're like, that's really sad. But I'm not going to like look into why you died. I'm going to be like, that's really sad. But I'm not going to be like upend my life about finding out anything you know
0: yeah you let it go but when you're 18 you're, yeah. gonna, you're 18 you're gonna
1: you're like no
0: you're gonna fully identify with it okay all right yeah you're you're still Eugene, okay you're the chick all right well yeah the and other guy's dead right huh the, when, other dead,
1: right? the other guy's dead right
0: the other guy's dead your your 18 okay. year old high school boyfriend is dead you're Fuck. yujin you're a grown woman now, 10 years have passed. You're like 28 oh, now. And you're, you're working as an interior designer, kicking ass, okay? One day, okay. you meet an award-winning architect who studied in the U.S. His name is Min He Min-young. looks identical to your dead high school boyfriend, Shun And, not only that, but your high school rival, this girl named Chirin, she's dating this guy, Min who looks identical Damn. to your dead boyfriend, Chun-san? What do you do?
1: Wait, is he like, is he also 28 or is he like?
0: He's also 28.
1: Okay. So he's like, if if Chun-san had aged, okay. Yep. Would have what looked, looked
0: identical. Yeah, yeah. Man. What do you do? Man, I can't
1: look crazy. I can't be like, <laughs> you're my dead boyfriend <laughs> and you stole it from me, you bitch. That's when I call the friend. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. Especially if I got a good yeah. job. Yeah. Crazy, I don't know. I think you got to, I think you got to bide your time. I say do more invest. Every move I've made is investigate more so far and it never happens. Also, it doesn't look like it ever. No one ever does it. Yeah. I don't know. Just... What do I do? What do I do? I, I, uh, I start making out with him super hard to see if it's the same thing. If I feel the same way as I did in high school, right in front of me. That's what I do. you
0: yeah, like, I had to find out, you know, Yeah, I, I, I remember the kiss.
1: Yeah, like, I only know I one him. way to find out.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> just go That's a in. great
0: answer. That's a great <laughs> solution. I don't know why they didn't choose that solution in this fucking show. Okay. All right. Yeah, seriously. Let's reset. You're a different person now. You're a different man. Your name is Hang Hyuk. Okay? Holy you, shit.
1: You and Eugene. a lot of j- brain transfers going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting warped around. Doesn't it? All right. I'm with... Uh, I'm with I'm with Eugene now? But you I, so and I'm, Eugene
0: Wait, hold on. You were so I used childhood to
1: be Eugene, <laughs> And now I'm dating her. Okay. You've yeah, done ch- so you much were... as Eugene. No, it feels the switch just seems I've been her for so long now.
0: Oh my god. No. You were you were childhood friends and now you're engaged to Eugene. You love her, yeah. all right? But okay. you see how your girlfriend, Yujin, is getting all shook and distracted because this Min young guy reminds yeah, her so she's much making of making out with him
1: in front of <laughs> her <laughs> no
0: What do you do? What do you do to get her back to normal?
1: Hmm. I make out with her rival to make her jealous. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm like You want to make out with your, your fucking... Oh, wait, no, she doesn't actually do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I make out with a rival, make her jealous. That's my that's my move.
0: That is a good. I gotta answer.
1: gotta keep this kissing train moving. You know what I mean? I'm a, <laughs> that's that's what I'm sticking to. Was all okay, investigating great. early. Now I'm just making out with my adversaries.
0: Okay, perfect answer. Perfect answer. Okay, you're really good at this. Okay, you're... Another another reset, another re- brain transfer. I'm sorry, but you are okay, now... I,
1: I wasn't a... attached to that guy very much. Too. There was <laughs> yeah. one one okay. turn. Yeah. Give yeah. a shit about him. Didn't really know you're... his story.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not that important. You're, Mi- you're Minhyung now. You're Minhyung.
1: Okay, here we go.
0: You're the architect guy who looks identical to the dead high school kid. You find out... That you suffered a severe head trauma in a car accident when you were in high school, suffered amnesia as a result, and your mom created a whole new life for you by narrating all this bullshit that wasn't even true, okay? Furthermore, one day, all of your memories from the past come rushing back to you, and you Whoa. go to Yujin, and you grab her, and you tell her, I'm Jun Sang, but she doesn't yeah. believe you. What do you do?
1: Now she doesn't believe me? I'm like, bitch. <laughs> this was your idea. <laughs> that's what I say. I'm angry at her. I say, this is bullshit. That's fuck. That's not fair at all. <laughs> that's that's that is infuriating to me. That's 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 where I'm at. I'm angry.
0: <laughs> right. That's kind of true. This was never your problem until it became your yeah. problem because of her projections.
1: Yeah, you're the one fucking making me think all this shit and then now it's real. Right, <laughs> you're, okay. you're a hypnot you're a fucking hypocrite.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, you're you're still the same guy. You're Minhyang still. You and Eugene talk through it. You rekindled your relationship, okay? You're back together now. You're happy. Wow. You're happy that you got your memory back. You got your woman it's back. Crazy. But isn't he already
1: dating the other girl?
0: He, yeah, they they for left like, for like
1: just years.
0: They they <laughs> left those people and got back together to get back they to just, each other.
1: Just because they made out in high school once.
0: <laughs> Seems funny. crazy.
1: Seems insane.
0: <laughs> Seems insane, but it's happening right now. Okay.
1: Yeah. Not it. only yeah. that. No. It's a K drama. Get- I get it.
0: <laughs> Not <And then, laughs> only you get all your memories back and you're happy with Eugene, but you go to Eugene's house and you're flipping through a photo album and you find a photograph of your mom standing with Eugene's dad and yeah. Sanghyuk's dad. So this, your mom is standing between two two men and they're fathers of people that you know. And okay. hold on Uh, uh, this is a lot okay so Sangyeok is Eugene's fiance okay so fiance dad is also there your mother when you go and ask her what the fuck this is about your mother tells you that Eugene's dad your girlfriend's dad is your dad that's what she says to you Okay?
1: okay not only
0: that not only that but the head injury that you suffered from that car accident is now causing latent blindness and you're about to go fully blind. There's no cure. What do you do?
1: What? Blindness? <laughs> I feel yeah. like I'm more focused on the blindness than anything else, honestly. <laughs> I'm kind of like, all right, let that whole dating my sister stuff is bad. But did you say blindness? <laughs> That's what I say. I'm like, I think we need to work on this this blindness problem first and then I'll worry about... All the other stuff. I think I yeah. break up with you, because This is getting too emotionally <laughs> intense for a guy who's about to go blind. And I worry <laughs> about my, my imminent blindness.
0: <laughs> okay. It's very healthy of you. You have boundaries. Yeah. Focused on your health and self-care. Oh, hey, this isn't. <laughs> you are enlightened. Yes, that's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> Final question. You're Yujin now, the chick, all right? Yeah, your fiancé, <clears throat> your fiance's Hang Yuk after you dumped him to be with Min he attempted suicide. Uh, but, and not well, and he's at, he's at the hospital. Not only that, but you hear from somebody that your dad fathered Min and you find out that Min is losing his eyesight. And this is a man you're in love with. What do you do?
1: Um, I mean, I'm in love with the other guy, right? Not the suicide dude. I'm like, hey, buddy, sorry. <laughs> and I go, I go to the guy I love. <laughs> hey, sorry, suicide man, but uh, uh, might as well try again. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I uh, what? What was? Do I know about Song Hyuk's dead? Um. Why was he? Were they in like a weird thruple situation? <laughs> they like were was... in a weird
0: thruple situation. Here's the truth, like objective truth, is that your fiance's dad is actually Minhyung's dad, okay? But Minhyung's mom lied and said that oh, your strange. dad My brother was his dad. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, I, um... uh, yeah, but you're right now in your the only thing you know is that your. The man you love, your boyfriend, Minhyang, is your brother, and he's going blind. That's all you know. What do you do? He's going
1: blind. I'm like, man, this will be... Thank God for this blindness thing, because this will be easy to ghost my sex brother. So I'll probably just... (laughs) I'm guessing I would take a shower for a long time, and then I'd ghost my blind uh, brother that I've had sex with. That's what I'd do. I'd be like, whew, that is... That is a lot. I'm just going to cut you out of my life. And uh, I'm going to apologize to the guy who just committed suicide, who will happily take me back because he just tried to commit suicide. Yeah. So he's desperate. You know, he'll be yeah. like, oh, my God, thank you, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dodge that one, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, phew. Um, but, I. yeah. Wait, so the only thing – so is – did song Young's dad also – like he was banging the the mom at the same time.
0: He was a married man who had a son who gave birth to Sangyuk in his marriage, but he started philandering with the the this lady on the side, bawling the side chick, and she got pregnant and gave birth to Minhyang who is now blind. <laughs> That's what happened.
1: So it could be. So it could be that other guy's dead? Or do we know for sure?
0: So the truth is that Sang dad and Min Hyuk's dad are the same. It's the same sperm. But Min mother lied to her son and said that Eugene's dad is his dad. The reason oh, why so, she lied is because it's not. It's not. It's not. The reason why she lied is because this single mom was always in love with Eugene's dad, but Eugene's dad was not interested in her. And so she just created this lie to live a fantasy vicariously. But turns out, you know, it was fucking her son's life up because now she thinks, he thinks that he's in an incestuous relationship with the woman that he loves. And it's not the
1: case. Oh, so now, but I don't know that as Eugene you know so
0: nobody so i'm actually going now
1: so now i'm going back to bang my brother without knowing it i guess,
0: <laughs> I guess. is that right i guess okay. i guess yeah. yeah the heart wants what it wants even though it's your what tangle brother. webs
1: we would weave huh
0: <laughs> thank you Willie. you're the best
1: <laughs> yeah thanks for having me this was a lot of fun